Welcome to the Aligned Women's Play with Diane McKendrick, where we discuss filling your cup, embracing financial abundance, and designing the life of your dreams. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 142 of the Aligned Woman's Way podcast. Today's topic is the art of inner dialogue, the journaling journey. So welcome to this and join us as we dive deep into the transformation and the practice of journaling and explore the depths of self-discovery through the written word. It came to my attention recently that there is so many people that don't know how to journal or haven't got started because they haven't been shown how. So a few of you have asked if I could give you a little bit more direction on journaling and that's what this podcast is about. In the episode today, we'll embark on a journey together of introspection and self-reflection, unlocking the power of our inner voices. I'm going to guide you through the art of journaling, providing practical tips, creative prompts, and inspiring stories from seasoned journalers. Discover the profound benefits of journaling as we explore how it nurtures our own self-awareness, it enhances our personal growth, and fosters a deep connection with ourselves. We'll delve into various journaling techniques from gratitude journaling to expressive writing to channeling and drawing and support you to find your own unique style and your voice on the pages. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that may arise during your journaling journey, uh, such as self-criticism, finding the time, overcoming resistance, trying to make it perfect, and I'll offer guidance on integrating journaling into your daily life establishing a consistent practice and using your journal as a trusted companion on your path to self-discovery. So whether you're a seasoned journaler or you're just starting out on your journaling adventure, the Art of Inner Dialogue, the journaling journey episode is here to inspire you, to support you and empower you along your way. Let's unlock the power of the written word, connect with our innermost selves and embark on the transformation voyage of self-discovery altogether. Get ready to dive deep within as we embark on this incredible journaling journey. Wow, wow, wow. I'm so excited to be here today because this is something I've been meaning to deliver on for quite some time, but I was finding myself Uh, sort of fumbling and not really knowing where to start because journaling has been something that I've done for a really long time. Even right back, rewind right back to when I was a child, I used to journal uh, as a seven-year-old. I remember writing down, you know, what I did for the day and I always had a journal. I always had a diary. And then I probably took a really big break from, I don't know, maybe I was 10 or 11 until I was 16, 17, 18. And I didn't touch my journal at all and I remember that very specific moment where I came back I was going through a really hard time in my life and I didn't know what else to do and I'd heard of these people speaking of journaling and I thought to myself well I can't get any lower I, I don't know what else to do I'll perhaps give this a crack I'll go back to my journal and I started journaling just writing in, in a journal and I realized probably a year after doing that that I was really just 
writing what I did. I wasn't really connecting, but that was my start and my journey was get the journal and I'd write what I ate for breakfast. I'd, I'd write what I did for the day. I'd write the people that I'd spoken to. I'd write the adventures that I'd been on. I'd write the adventures that I wanted to go on. I would write in there if someone pissed me off. I would write in there um, just really surface things. And it wasn't until one day, and I still remember it like it was yesterday, I opened my journal one day and I said, dear diary, because that's how I always used to start it. I was like, something's changed. I've been telling you for the last couple of years, basically the surface stuff, what I've eaten for breakfast and what I've done through the day. But my commitment to you now is to get deeper, to be more vulnerable, to really start to put on these pages, what's uh, bubbling away inside of me, what's simmering, what's on my heart. And so there, then I formed this really beautiful, solid, long-term relationship with my journal. And that's my goal for you through this podcast, which I'm trying to, you know, I'll aim to keep really short and sweet to give you a, a really clear and precise pathway to your journaling journey, whatever that may be. So you may be a beginner. You may be somebody who's followed along for a while now and you've seen what Michelle and I have done at those two sisters, like starting from scratch, absolutely nothing. And published two books. I have a protein, a customized protein powder. I've released Sterling Silver Jewelry range. I have a clothing range. Uh, yeah, you, you name it. The retreats, fully booked out, sold out, online programs, all of which I'll tell you about before, all started in a journal, all started with me writing a dream, all started with me writing down my fears and how I didn't think I could do it. And then, you know, having this dialogue back and forward between these different parts of myself, on the pages of a book. So you're going to be somewhere in this journey. You're going, and the first thing before we get started and I start just giving some practical tools and tips is like, where are you? Are you, just get really clear on your starting point. Are you a beginner? Um, no idea of journaling. Are you a beginner that may have heard of journaling and have the call to journal, but you don't really know where to start? Are you somebody um, like me when I was about 15 years old who had dabbled in journaling, but not really gone deep, like writing the surface stuff where you might find a month or two through the year and then you'd take a really big break and you would forget about your journal and it would go into the bottom drawer on your bedside table and things would get put on top of it and then it would get dusty and then you'd be going through a hard time a bit later on and think, oh, journal, pull that out. I also went through that phase. I was like only pulling my journal out when I was going through hard stuff and everything was happy in my life, I didn't feel like I needed to journal. Journaling is something now that I do almost daily. And so, yeah, yeah, you're going to be a beginner with no idea, a beginner with some sort of idea, somebody who's already got a relationship with a journal and you're not quite as consistent, or perhaps you're an avid journaler already and you're already journaling and you're consistent and you've got a space and you journal most days and you're getting pretty vulnerable and you're going really deep. Um, but perhaps you're seeking for something deeper. Like there is really powerful questions and prompts that I do personally and also hold in my containers. When I can give these journal prompts, they are life-altering, completely change your blueprints, your patterns, when you can have that internal dialogue around it. So, yeah, I will share some of those over on Tooltip Tuesday. So Tooltip Tuesday on Facebook over at those two sisters, Time to Shine. Go over there, like or follow, and then put into the search bar um, journaling prompts, journal prompts, and then the journal prompts will come up from this podcast that I'm speaking about. Depending on how quick we get through this, I may be able to actually give you some here on the podcast, but if not, 
uh, definitely go over there to Facebook and those two sisters time to shine and you'll be able to get a copy of those journal prompts. Some journal prompts will also be coming out in the newsletter this week because it's something that people are very passionate about and people are ready for. And it's so simple. It is so simple journaling. It can be quite confronting, uh, but that's okay because it's only you and yourself and you and your reflection and you and your voices. So you really can get to know yourself on a different level, which is a big part of the reason that or, or why I journal. So get clear. Where are you? Where are you in, in your beginning stages? And if you've got a journal right now, write that down. What is my relationship to my journal? And I want you to write on that. Now, if you're needing a journal, because one of the first steps I'm going to share a little bit later as I go through um, a couple of different things, uh, like on how to journal. Actually, let's just do it now. Basically, how to journal and the reason people probably don't or they aren't consistent. The first thing is you need to choose. You need to choose your journal. You need to get yourself a journal. And a lot of people don't start because that's unfamiliar to them and they don't know where to go or they think too much about it or it's not the right one or is it supposed to be big or little. So I have cut through all of that for you and I have journals, journals available for you on my website www.thosetwosisters.com. If you go over there to the shop, you scroll down and you will see our journals, our customized journals for sale. And you can order yourself one of those. I also have pens. The pens are amazing. I love them. They're rose gold. And they've got those two sisters logo on it. And then it's got gorgeous glitter or diamantes, depending on which pen you get. Um, so there you go. You've got your setup. You can get started straight away. So you can jump online. You can order your journal and your pen. So then you've got it there ready to go. So step number one is set yourself up. Choose. I'm going to journal. Get yourself a journal. Get organized and order yourself a journal. Or if, if you don't want one of our customized ones, which has the beautiful Ascension symbol on it, you can get your name put on it as well. Um, choose a book that means something to you. Choose a journal that feels like a good size. And that's how I chose the one that I have on the website is it's got like a, a leather, uh, it's not real leather, but it's like a leather cover. And then when you buy that journal, you can take in and out the pages so you can keep the cover and keep replacing the pages because a journal is something that we have long-term. So you can get that and get started. Um, alternatively, just grab yourself anything, any kind of book that feels good to you and matters to you and start, get started. So step, step one, number one on how to journal is get your journal. Step number two is setting aside time and space. So for me, I like to do it in the mornings. I like to do it while the house is quiet, before my children wake up and... I have a space that I often sit or a couple of different spaces around the house, depending on how I'm feeling and what season it is and what I'm going through. Sometimes I'll sit in the lounge on the lounge chair. Other times I have um, a pyramid that I'll sit in with some cushions. If the weather's really nice, I sit outside on the back deck. So you have your space where you want to sit to journal. So you know when you sit in that spot, it's your journaling time, it's quiet. Tell anybody else around you that's around you that you're just spending some time journaling. Depending on your life and your lifestyle, you can also journal. Like if you've got a job, you can take a journal in your handbag. And I used to do this as well when I had a nine to five. I'd go for lunch and I'd take my journal. It's like your journal ends up being your best friend. And when I even when I travel, I take it. When I go out for coffees, I take it. It's always 
very close to me, either on my bedside table, in my laptop top bag or in my handbag because it, it comes everywhere with me because I just never know when I'm going to need, need it. Um, some people will set up an altar, like your things like essential oils, your crystals, your cards that you use in the morning to help set your state and intention. And they can be really good for journal prompts as well. Like if you've got a deck of cards, once again, you can go over to the shop on my website. I've got a customized deck of pixie cards, 37 cards, 37 humans that inspire me that are in within my community. I had them all drawn up in pixie form. I got a message from, from all of them and I put it into a deck of cards. So when you're journaling, the cards can be really powerful because you can, you can sort of intuitively ask, what's the message here for me today? And then you pull a card and then there's a message there and you can write how that resonates with you. You can reflect that word reflect. Journaling is a lot about reflecting on what does that mean? How does that feel to you? Is it relevant to you? What insights are coming from that? So that's another really powerful way um, when, when you've got your journal, when you've got your time set and your space set, you can set up an altar or have some cards there um, to give you a little bit of guidance on what to write. So having a comfortable environment is, is really powerful. Often I'll sit with cacao if I'm journaling uh, either in the morning or sometimes later in the afternoon. It's your time to sit and get comfortable and really feel really feel, don't give it to yourself as a chore and like something else extra you've got to do. It's something that you get to do. And I know everyone that journals has a different relationship with themselves. It starts to, to connect you with all these inner dialogues and all these voices in your head that might just be looping and going around and around and around and around and really starts to create a really deep, powerful relationship to self and all parts of yourself. So if you're not sure where to start, just start with some journal prompts. Either there's great ones, you can just um, type it into Google. It'll come up with a million different journal prompts. For me, I wanted something more specific. Um, you've heard me talk about profound questions before and how they can, once again, alter and completely change the trajectory of your life. So I've come up with a whole bunch of journal prompts. And in our uh, signature online program, The Aligned Woman's Way, and a couple of the other programs that we run, the retreats, journal prompts are a really big part. Profound questions are a really big part of the coaching and the strategy and uh, our style because it's not me just giving you content or telling you the way things are. It's me offering a question for you to dive deeper beyond the blueprints, beyond the patterning, beyond what you've been told, beyond what you've been taught and really come up with your own answer. Dive really deep, dig really deep to see how you really feel about that. What do you really believe rather than just listening to the voices in your head, which are often the people around you as you grow up? So we want to get deeper, deeper, deeper. And we want to hear the voice of your heart. And yeah, it's really, it's such a beautiful process. I love when people start journaling and um, start to share it with me as well. The newsletter that will come out this week will have a little bit of content on this. So if you get the newsletter, feel free to reply to the email and share with Michelle and I your reflections and your journaling moments. So yeah, start with the prompts. I've got the prompts over there on the Facebook page. Those two sisters, time to shine. There will be prompts and there'll also be prompts in your newsletter. Big part of what we use in the containers and what I use personally just to guide me and hold a lot of structure and safety for you to delve deep into all different parts of yourself. Um, the next step is to write freely. When I first started, I sort of got a bit caught up in things being perfect. Like I'm not a very good speller, which you guys know about me. And I started writing things 
and I was like, oh, that's not spelt right or it had to be really neat or it had to be set out a certain way on the page or it had to be a, a certain pen or whatever, just write freely. Don't think too much about it. It does not have to be perfect. Just start writing, writing, writing. See what comes out. Another really powerful practice when you're doing your journaling is to write with your non-dominant hand. Ask yourself a question. Actually, I'll put this in the journal prompts. You can ask yourself a question and then you reply in your non-dominant hand. Sounds crazy, but what that does is it bypasses the practical logistical part of your brain and speaks to your higher self or the different part of self that we don't often operate from most days. That is such a powerful practice. And so many of my incredible creative uh, visionary ideas have come when I've asked myself a journal prompt and I've or asked a question and I've replied in my non-dominant hand and bypassed that part of my brain that's been taught and that knows. So that's a really powerful process as well. Now, everybody's going to have a different style. You're going to have your style and it's really important that you just claim it. Don't try and write like me or write like Michelle or write like someone you've seen on the retreats or like you've seen on Instagram or Facebook. Like trust yourself. You can write what you want where you want, when you want, you can write neatly, you can write messy, you can have spelling mistakes. There's no perfect way to do this. The way that you do it, however it turns out, is perfect. Just get started and write something. Now, another really cool thing to do with your journaling is reflect and revisit. So we had a Connect with Kikau in Spirit event at Cabarita at Cabo Social on Saturday afternoon. We had Barry Gray, the psychic medium, come in and um, had visitations from the other side. So we had Kikau, which opened our heart space, and then the vibration of the room just went through the roof, uh, which was incredible. And once again, life-changing and so healing and at that event, everybody got given as part of the event a journal and a pen because this is so powerful and important to us. So everybody had their own journal to write in. And that's another, when you, when you go to events, you don't just take your notepad where you put all your content. I always take my personal journal as well. So I can, when I'm doing a course or a seminar, I put all the content in one book and I keep my journal for how I'm feeling. Keep the journal for the aha moments. Keep the journal to write about you know, the evolution and the growth and what's coming up personally for me. So keep those separate. And if I forget my journal, then I'll write it in my content book. I think that the blend of both is really powerful and really important for those of you on your personal development journey. Um, ensure you always take your journal to the events. So after that event, which just lifted the roof off so many people's lives, there was such deep bonds and deep connections formed at the Connect with Kikau and Spirit. Uh, we all met for breakfast the next morning. A handful of us met for breakfast the next morning at Cover Social, uh, beautiful coffee, amazing community, great food. And we were chatting and Michelle had had her journal there and she pulled it out and opened it up and read a page. So this is a really beautiful process and practice to do is you've been writing in it for a year or a couple of years or even a couple of months. Hold it to your chest, open it and then reread what you've written. Now that teaches you so much about yourself. And in this beautiful experience, um, she was doing a process with one of our beautiful clients, Anita, who's attended our Energetics of Life retreat and then came as an inspirer slash intruderer to the Energetics of Business retreat, totally, totally revolutionized her life completely. And she was telling us 
about that over breakfast and coffee and we were talking about journaling because they've got their journals the night before um, and, and her shifts and changes since she started working with us. And Michelle brought up this, this idea that, that we've been doing personally and with some of our clients of, yeah, pulling out your journal and putting it on your heart and then opening it and rereading it. And it was such a powerful process because Michelle opened, handed the book to Anita and Anita opened Michelle's journal and Michelle read the page for her. And there were so many messages which were actually connected to the messages she'd received the night before at Connect with Kikau and Spirit. And then we loved it so much and we're vibing on it so much, Michelle handed back the journal to Anita and said, let's do it again. She held it to heart and opened it again and opened it to the same page, which is insane, right? She opened it to the exact same page, which shows us that was the message Anita definitely needed and uh, just needed to hear in a different way of, of what Michelle had shared. So that's really good. You can do it with a friend, somebody that you trust, a client, or you can do it with yourself. I've done it before where, you know, I pick up my journal, I just open up a page and go, what was I going through on that day? And you forget, you forget who you were and you forget what you've written. And when you can read this stuff, it really reminds you of how powerful you're becoming, of how powerful you are, of how far you've come, of how um, much more wise and mature you are when you read these things. It's just, I don't even really know how to explain it. It's really quite a special process. But in order to be able to do that, you need to get started. So if you haven't started yet, jump on there, order your journal, get your pen, um, set up a place that feels really safe and comfortable for you, pick a time that feels really good to, for you to journal and yeah, get started. Get that comfortable environment, get the journal prompts from the Tooltip Tuesday or you can Google it and remember, just get started. Don't worry about spelling mistakes, making it perfect. Choose your unique style and then you're going to have something that you can reflect and, and revisit one day and let us hear from you. We love to hear from you. Uh, when we share these things and sometimes it can feel as a content creator that this is this is going out there to the void and I know that there's people listening and I know that we're changing lives and I know that this is this sort of information is so needed right now which is why we continue to show up again and again and again and keep creating these incredible magical spaces that we bring people to so that's a couple of ways on how to journal I'm actually going to cover also why people perhaps don't journal. So avoiding journaling. Some people I find maybe you're aware of it, maybe you're not aware of it, but you're actually avoiding doing this. So why would people avoid journaling? Is this you? Is this somebody? Are you somebody that's avoided journaling? Are you somebody that perhaps journals for a month or two and then puts the journal down and lets it collect dust. Okay, here's several of the main excuses or reasons people are using on why they're avoiding journaling. The biggest one I hear, and it's a crock of rubbish, is lack of time. Now, I know a lot of you often be, lead busy, activated lives. I work with entrepreneurs. I work with parents. I work with people that are very activated and full. So sometimes we can be wearing as a badge of honor, lack of time. I don't have time to journal. If you hear yourself saying, I don't have time to journal, that's the reason you need to be journaling. Let me say that again. If you hear yourself saying, I don't have time to journal, that's the reason you need to start. Other people, unless they've done it before or seen some massive uh, outcome or reflection, 
they'll have a perceived lack of benefit. Like, is this, is my time best spent journaling? So they may believe that journaling doesn't offer the tangible benefits. And this is a lot, Mim shall find this with a lot of the work that we do. The work we do can't really be measured. Yes, your income increases tenfold. Yes, you lose weight on the scales. Yes, all those tangible things, but the real work that we get to do cannot be measured. And the same goes for journaling. It doesn't offer a tangible benefit. It's not something that can be measured or have that significant difference like instantly that you can see it. It's the consistency and the habit of showing up again and again and again and stacking and layering these thoughts and feelings and these voices that really give you the biggest breakthroughs. So you might question the value of spending your time writing down your thoughts and emotions. And when you first get started, it can be really surface. It can be like, oh, I ate this for breakfast. I had this for lunch. I had a phone call. But just trust yourself and keep going. Um, The other reason people avoid it is the fear of self-reflection. Now, this is a big one. Journaling involves introspection and self-reflection, like self-review, which can be very, very, very uncomfortable. It may bring up a lot of difficult emotions that you've been trying to avoid or force you to confront aspects of yourself that you'd rather not address. This fear or discomfort can like discourage you from engaging in this practice. However, once again, if you're feeling that that those that's the reason you need to be journaling so you can sit in that discomfort and meet that part of yourself that doesn't feel safe or comfortable or conforms to and you can nurture it and meet it and integrate it so the fear of self-reflection is a big one once again if that's a reason you're not doing it that is a reason you need to be doing it Another really big one, this was a big one for me when I first started, was self-criticism or more so for me, perfectionism. Without even realising I wanted the perfect journal and then I had a couple and then I decided they weren't perfect. I wanted the perfect pen because some pens write nicer than others and if it wasn't the perfect journal and the perfect pen, it would just annoy me. So some of you may still have that high expectation for your journal entries. Like you feel like every single journal entry has got to be like an Amazon best-selling journal entry. This is for no one and nothing but yourself. Um, And then others, if you choose to do it, but it doesn't have to be an Amazon bestseller journal entry. It just has to be something. So you're putting all this pressure on yourself to write perfectly um, or impressively and the fear of making mistakes or producing subpar content. This is not about being the best. This is not about being perfect. This is really about just getting your thoughts and feelings down on paper. So it can later on be reviewed or it can simply just be taken off your shoulders and put onto a piece of paper. You know, when you you got something looping around and you just talk to a friend about it and get it off your chest and suddenly there's space and you feel better. Well, you can't always dump on your friends like that. Sometimes they've got things on or they're busy or they've set a boundary and said, I don't want to hear your shit anymore. Your diary, your journal, it's always there for you. So you can dump it in there, you can vent it in there and it will release and let go. So get rid of that self-criticism or perfectionism if that's the reason that you're not starting. Um, And I did mention this one before. It's lack of consistency. Journaling is most effective, obviously, same as everything, same as workouts, same as eating, same as business, same as relationships, when practiced regularly and consistently. However, maintaining a routine can be challenging uh, and people may struggle with staying committed to journaling over that extended period of time. 
Inconsistency, especially in the beginning days, can really hinder the progress and diminish the perceived value of your journaling. So my invitation here is if you're going to get started, as even if you don't have much to write or you feel like you don't have the time to write, get your journal out and draw a picture. Get your journal out and write two, page, like two lines of something because it's the habit that's most important. It's not the content. It's not what's actually going in there. In the beginning periods, it's the consistency that matters. It's a practice. You're teaching yourself that you can trust, trust yourself. Uh, some of you may be concerned, and I was, funnily enough, when I was seven years old, I was like, I can't write in my, I can't write who I love in my journal. Like I love um, whatever boyfriend I had at the time when I was seven, you know, when it's all like hush, hush, and who's your boyfriend? I thought, I can't write that in there. What if? my sister gets it or what if my brother reads it or if I put my deepest darkest secrets on how I'm really feeling and someone gets this I remember feeling like this and it was so powerful it stopped me from journaling it stopped me from writing stuff because I was worried that someone would find out and I'd be exposed so journaling does involve recording your personal thoughts your emotions and your experiences so some of you may worry that your privacy will be compromised if somebody else is to stumble upon your journal this, this concern can discourage you from engaging in the activity altogether. I don't know how. I think it was through consistency and keeping on showing up. I'll write in a journal and I'll leave it anywhere. I don't care who reads my journal anymore. Hasn't always been the case. But I was like, if anyone wants to take time to read my journal, then go for it. It's probably doesn't even going to make sense to them. Some days it doesn't even make sense to myself. But I feel like when you really love and accept all parts of yourself, if you were to put it in a journal and somebody else is to read it, it doesn't matter to you because it's more powerful that it's supporting and nurturing and healing you than what other people think of it. So that may be a thing for you. It may, be, may not be. But yeah, just consider that and ask yourself, perhaps if you haven't started or you're not being as honest and deep as you could be, is that a concern for you? And then I did mention this before also, uh, why some people may not journal, is the negative associations. So I've pulled out my journal a couple of times just when things are hard, just when things are falling and crumbling to pieces. So some people may associate journaling with past negative experiences, such as keeping a diary through the difficult times to support them through. And these associations can make you hesitant to revisiting your journal or associate it with unpleasant memories. So just go through your memory bank and ask yourself if you are taking a break or if you haven't picked up your journal for a while or if you want to start and you haven't really got there, is it because you've used it as a crutch in the past and it's been all like miserable and heavy and hard? So it's anchored to those times. So note that these, these reasons may be different for each individual and you may have your own unique reasons for avoiding journaling but now if you're listening to this podcast is to really pinpoint it for yourself so you can ultimately make the decision to journal or not and it's a personal one and you can choose and it's something that's been really helpful and supportive to me and so many of my clients and so many people I know and I'm guessing you too like if you're listening to this podcast it's because you're interested in it and you want to know about it and you want to have a bit of safety and structure around it so you can really reap the rewards and benefits and have a really deep connection to self and self-expression and healing like this is it's a healing journey for me is is my journaling experience so my friends, that's a little bit on the journaling journey. 
and how I started and how I've evolved and how I work with my clients with the journal prompts. Uh, I was going to put some prompts in here, but my family is just about to arrive back from four days over at Fraser Island. So I'm going to go and be with them and help them unpack. I will put some journal prompts over there in on Facebook, Till Tip Tuesday, those two sisters' time to shine. Go and follow to get those journal prompts and type in the search bar to um, journal prompts and you'll get uh, a copy of those. If you would like to audit your journal, go straight to www.thosetwosisters.com and you can get the journal and the pen and it will arrive on your doorstep. You'll have your journal prompts there and you can really get started on a beautiful journaling journaling, journaling journey and start to uncover and connect into that inner dialogue, which is so important, whatever path that you choose to take. So thank you for joining us. I'm looking forward to seeing you all same time, same place next week. Hey there, beauty. Thank you so much for joining us at Those Two Sisters and tuning in to the Rise and Shine podcast series. As a special gift to all of you, we would like to offer you a taste tester of what it would be like to work with those two sisters, myself and my sister, Michelle Ann. So for $97, you get seven days Voxer access with both Michelle and I and a whole bunch of other stuff, which is absolutely priceless. So for $97, if you wanted to come over, filter that through your own body, feel how it would feel for you to dip your toes in and have really close proximity and access to both Michelle and and myself for several days and the extended community so we can really start to light that fire, to stoke that fire within you and get you the life that you desire. Let's go. If you're wanting access to this, please send me a personal message. I will have my team send you the link and you can sign up right there on the spot and absolutely revolutionize and change your life.